Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I'm your host Jordo and here with me as always are my co-host and Ken. We got the baby brother Brennan and the oldest brother Colton here to do a deep dive on Makoto Shinkai's magnum opus. Suzume. <laughs> Suzume. Which I had to ask Brennan how to spell before we started, and I should have known that, but I was thinking it was S-U-Z-A-M-A. A-M-E. That'd be Suzame. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. Suzume. But I have no notes. I, myself and Colton went and watched this last night. That was last night, right? Yeah. Brennan went and saw it on Friday night, and uh, it's pretty fresh on the minds. Bit of a mind F. In my opinion, yeah, kind of, not <laughs> yeah. too bad, not for an anime movie. It felt There's like always it... some loose ends like that. Maybe that's because I've watched quite a few Ghibli's, and it's always kind of and played video games where they they always leave some shit open to interpretation. Yeah, yeah. And some people, and I think it's maybe a Japanese audience thing. I think they like that over there. They don't like being told every little thing. Like, like to leave some shit to the imagination. Yeah, yeah. Whereas here, it's like. I don't know, like most American movies and shit. It's like, if you, if you don't answer one single question, people are leaving pissed. <laughs> Starting pointing out plot holes. I, did you feel, I've only, I feel like I've seen most of Makoto Shinkai's movies. Weathering with You, Your Name. Garden of Words. Garden of, of words. words. This one felt by far. Five centimeters per second. I've seen it. No, I haven't seen I that. That was his first one he ever directed. I think it was on Crunchyroll at one point. It is. Maybe it still find is. It. Yeah. This one felt the most fantasy to me that he's done. I feel like it's right in line with everything else. It all has some type of lore, even weathering yeah. with you. Like she's literally stopping the rain. Yeah. Like, that's, in your name, he, they're going back in time. This one's just about a giant worm. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really looked into and the, chair. the chair. A lot of it's had actual Japanese lore. I know weathering with you and. Uh, your name, I don't really know about the worm and the earth. Like I, I didn't want to look into anything before the pod, but that could be a thing. And then obviously Garden of Words is super grounded yeah. in real yeah. life. But I feel like it was in line with you know about the same level as anything else. What did, what did you think in line, before we go into like talking about the movie, let's compare it to like animation quality to other ones. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't feel like it was better than anything else he's done. It just felt the exact same. Well, yeah, it's his style. Like, what do you? I mean, like, no, a Ghibli movie's not better than another Ghibli movie. Like, yeah, it's all that's his art put, style. If you put five years in between, though, you would think that there may be some new shit. I mean, it looked pretty damn good. I mean, it, it looked, looked pretty fresh. It looked seeing it on the big yes. screen was pretty sweet because yeah. I've never watched a Shin Kai movie in a theater. Yeah, that's I true. thought it was pretty damn. I thought it was pretty damn beautiful. Yeah, it, set, was, it, it was. It was, but I, I didn't. Like, I remember the first time I watched Garden of Words, like, the rain, I was like, holy shit. I mean, you just... In this movie, it was still really good. You'll have to watch it at home. It's you just you used to seeing it on our H... That's another thing about the movie theater experience. Like, at home, like, our TVs are so good now. Like, yeah. you're getting it. But, like, looking at the food the animation they did and the water animation, like, shit was still some of the best in the world. Do we know what the... What this movie was, how how did it go in Japan? Did people like it? It probably fucking broke no, some records. I did have some news Surely. on this one. Because I, like full disclosure, I want 
I wanted to like this movie, therefore I will, and I did. I thought it was fucking great. Like, but I can't say that mine objectively, I can't say objectively it was a great movie, though. Like, objectively, your name is a fucking great movie. No matter who you are, when you watch it, what age, it's a great movie. Yeah, I mean, I... I mean, I'll just come out and say it now. Like, I didn't think it was better than your name. No, no. But I think it's my second favorite movie he's done, of his that I've done. Yeah. So this is I got some news. This is before it opened in America, though, which was April fourteenth. Um, it is Makoto Shinkai's Susume anime film has grossed two hundred twenty-one point one million worldwide, making it the fourth highest. Is that yen or dollar? Uh. Million more, well, I don't know if it's, Probably it's all, USD. all around, yeah. Exactly. Making it the fourth highest earning anime film of all time. As you know, number one's Demon Slayer, two, Spirited Away, three, your name, four, Suzume, and five is One Piece Film Red. Four is pretty good for only being yeah. out for a couple months. And yeah. now it's got the U.S. worldwide. Yeah, so it's, it's probably going to get... Go it'll crack the top three. And our theater, I that wouldn't means, say it was empty. It was pretty packed. It was half... Yeah. It was about half... That means your name is coming out, because it will crack top three. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in theaters. But I didn't even know about your name. I didn't even watch anime movies in theaters when you were. Well, I think that that list only counts toward like the first month of its release. Yeah, and this list was released on April 12th. This was before. But he also has the legend behind it now. Like now it's like Shinkai movie. Like it's going to get some initial buzz because of that. Yeah. So it's doing well worldwide, even. Like it's. It should. It's It's a good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was a little longer than I expected. Oh yeah, I but thought that shit was over. His movies are all—they're he... all about two hours. Yeah, it, this two hours this one two felt minutes. like there were—it was like there was clearly a first act and a second act. I remember the first yeah. time, like you can go back and listen to our Your Name podcast. You said yourself you thought three different times it, it ended. was almost over. Yeah, that's just his—that's his movie style. Yeah, because I Weathering thought used the exact same way. Yeah, I know. he's got a very specific story arc. He's got a formula to his movies, which I think is cool too. Like even the way he does the intros, like. You fucking watch 30 minutes of a movie, and then you see the title, Suzume, like after they close the first door. Spoilers begin now, by the way. Yep. Yeah, there's spoilers. But like, I thought that was cool. That's whenever I was like, hell yeah, this movie's about to be tight, like, because I thought I was already watching the shit, and then they shut the door, and yeah. the screen went white, and it was like, Suzume. <laughs> I was like, shit, that's some, that's some Shinkai shit right there. Yeah, it is. So, okay, how does this movie start off? It starts off with her as the little girl. She's going to school, yeah, wandering it's through. Classic dream, classic cryptic message for the viewers to. She, she wasn't suck going on. to school. Well, I'm talking about when she was. Yeah, she was up. literally running around in the snow, little girl. Well, it wasn't in the snow at the point she got found in the snow, but she was like calling for her mom. Yeah. And then we saw like the blurry face of who we were supposed to assume was her mom. And then she got saved. And then she wakes up on the floor. Well, that's where they all sleep, but in her room. And we think it's her mom that wakes her up. Yes. Makes her makes her a bomb ass breakfast. I always wonder like do these do the homes in Japan just look like this out in the country? Like these Some houses of them look like that in in city too. Just yeah, they're freaking legit. I know they're cool. Uh, did you did you recognize the town that they went what, to? Was it supposed to be Itamori? From your name? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I cuz I was waiting for What do you mean little... the town they went to or the town they started off no, in? No, the town they went to that was abandoned. Oh, uh, was it? That's what I'm not totally sure. I was looking. He usually for some, does some shit like that. Yeah, that's that. what I was thinking. He usually throws in references to his old movies. He did. Did you notice that they played on one of the news early on in the movie? They were showing a news clip, and they were playing a Radwimp soundtrack from uh, Your <laughs> was Name. Was it Zen Zen Zen? No, you know, Radwimp was, uh, was one the, of the upbeat, just OSTs, no uh, words. Radwimp was the ending song too. They did the whole. Yeah, they the did whole the whole, band, thing whole movie. Again. Okay, they're 
to they're what Joe Hazashi is to Ghibli movies, yeah. to Shinkai's <laughs> movies. Yeah, I they w- do all the music. I was looking for more spoilers, but that's the only thing I've maybe recognized because I know in your name that town set over like a mountain, and that did the same thing there at that place. I mean, so. even the hometown, like going down the hill, it had the same vibes. But he yeah. he stations all his movies in Tokyo or like Japan, which I also like. Yeah, and he always makes it like real places. Yeah, I know. I saw today on TikTok. It was like I found a. Uh, Talking no Kudera's date spot. It's like the Tokyo Museum of Art, of Art where Hell they yeah. went. And I was like, damn. And I've seen hella people go to the stairs where they uh, ended the movie in your name. Let's not talk about your name too much. Speaking <laughs> of compare, but. Well, I, we have to compare. This yeah, is, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is the review. So, and there, there's going to be spoilers for your name in this too, we're, which we're assuming if you went and watched Suzume, you've probably seen your name as yeah, well. Unless yeah. Unless you was just. So, going, unless you met someone on Tinder and they wanted to go to a date and. You know anything about it? Yeah, but one thing that this movie, in my opinion, why it didn't, it wasn't unable to beat your name is there wasn't there was only really one character that we really cared about and got to know, like Shota, the guy we he I was a fucking chair. The, I he liked was that awesome. He was, I liked that he was a chair, but we didn't get to. I feel like it didn't give us enough to connect with them. Yeah, they took I felt him like out. it made it. I felt like it built their relationship even better because it's like. They had to really converse. Like it wasn't just like a dude in front of her. She and, just like, had to sit on his conversations, face. his thoughts. <laughs> I thought yeah. that a pretty good journey. And then she met people along the way too. But yeah, I, I just we... felt like they, they did take Shota away too early for you before you really got to like know him as a human side before it became a chair. That's why we had to get to know just the personality. The chair was kind of cute too. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool had the chair. Eyes, but. I didn't watch anything. I literally knew nothing about Suzume except that it was called Suzume. I didn't watch anything. So when he did yeah, turn into a chair, when he turned into a chair, I was like, shit, this dude's about to be a chair. But he Running was, with three legs. It was pretty cool. Tripod. Eventually, he became accustomed, and he was, <laughs> yeah, a, he like, was a freak athlete. Just the chair. Oh, yeah. He was like, body. I can move pretty well in this. The dude was jumping like 500 feet in the air. <laughs> I was like, shit, chair's got that much mobility. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for the listeners, I watched it in Japanese subtitles and Jordan Colton. Washington English dub. So yeah, we watched dub. It could be a little bit of a difference there. Yeah, I took my girls with me, so I had, I had to have them watch it in dub so they could understand it. Yeah, my wife was with me. So, I guess the uh, uh, we can give a little preface to what the movie's about. What I think, what I think the overall is, it's just like kind of like Kingdom Hearts is what I was thinking in the theaters. Like <laughs> she's going around unlocking, locking some keyholes. That's what I thought it was Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> After they did like the second one, I was like, this is just some Kingdom Hearts shit. <laughs> they just kept going. And I was like, damn. When you really walk away. Sealing off the darkness from the heartless. Like, but yeah, the yeah. overall Seems journey is just, they're going around locking doors so the darkness can't get out. But it's good, simple all the movies are pretty simple concepts. Like it's not too deep. There's like obviously some underlying factors, but like Colton, your kids can understand what they were trying to do. Yeah. Like oh. they oh they need to close these doors. Yeah, Chandler was asking like why are they closing the doors? And I was like you gotta watch. Well, yeah, like, and then when by the third one she was like another one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like how many going. fucking earthquakes <laughs> yeah. are there gonna be? She's like there's another one. I was like yeah they gotta <laughs> close all the doors. Closing four of those things total. The, okay. Are we going to go through this like sequentially or just talk about? I figured we just talk. Okay, so the point of the cat, the cat, was the cat the one opening the doors or was it? Uh, the shoe, well, they said at the end, I was kind of thinking the she was leading them to them. Daijin. So they needed to be closed. But, but was she leading them to them? Yes. she needed. Okay. They needed to be closed, but she was trying to like 
remain as her cat originally. Yeah. But it was the old key holder was Daijin. That's the cat's name. The keystone. Daijin. The keystone, yeah. Daijin. Suzume. So, okay, this cat was the keystone she picked up. It was frost cold. Yeah, the first one. Like, and it just scared her and she dropped it and it, sk- it ran off. Yeah, that was okay. the, that cat. So talking about the end, too, this whole thing was a time loop. Well, no, it's just one of those things because, remember, they said that time doesn't exist in the ever after. So that's how she was able to go in there because, like, when she went in there, time didn't exist. So she was able to see her own self. Yeah. But even it wasn't though, a time loop. Even though she experienced that same thing when she was an adult, though. So yeah, because time doesn't exist. That just means the younger daughter is going to experience the same thing. No, again, not necessarily, because time I doesn't think exist maybe in you're the right, ever after. I think they closed it, yeah. Yeah, but she helped the girl get out of the ever after, Brennan. I know, it doesn't matter. That and then girl, time exists now, and she had the same her experience end, as Susan mean. It, so she's going to have the I same I think the thing. older version, her end is over, but the younger version still but has to go through I don't think it matters. It like, I don't think they're getting into if, if it's a Back to the Future timeline or a Future Trunks timeline where it branches off. No, I don't think it does either. I think it's a, they're implying that this was always going to happen. Yeah. But it doesn't matter in the real world. Like they have their own lives. Like she, could, yeah, yeah. That was just my thoughts. So like they didn't exist in that plane. It was just a weird touch because it's like every single thing that happened in this was supposed to happen so that she could see herself as she saw. Cause when she was a little kid, she saw this person that looked like her mom, but it wasn't her mom. And she went through all of this so that she could do the same thing, but not necessarily for herself. Though. But we don't, but she, maybe if she didn't do that, it wouldn't have mattered. Like that version of her would have just been lost in there. No, that happened to her. That's why she was having the dream. She forgot, but remembered at the same time. I know it did, but I'm saying like, (laughs) it doesn't necessarily mean that had to happen. It was destined to happen. It just did. I don't know. I, I don't know how you could interpret it. Like, I think it's just as equal that she could have, that there could possibly be a timeline where Shota was just the fucking keystone and she didn't save him. I guess. I'm not saying that it is because that didn't happen in the story, <laughs> yeah. but if we're talking about different timelines, there could be one that happened that way. Well, I'm not talking about like there's timelines in the sense that there's going to be differences. I'm saying that he showed us that to show us that this was all connected, circular, like circular. Yes. That's all I'm saying. I don't, like, I'm not saying it branched off into different timelines. Oh, okay. Like from the very beginning of the movie, he was showing this is where it's going. Like, this little girl is going to be the one that shows up for this little girl. Yeah, and by the time she entered that door, like, I'm pretty sure everybody knew, like, oh, she's about to see her, her little self, because they had already said that time doesn't exist there. Yeah. Or I was, at least. Okay, these cats. What the hell were they? Well, she kind of said that Susan May thinks they're gods. Well, no, okay, they, when they read, read the lore of the Closers, which is a badass name for the My assumption is, closer. my theory... Did they become is, cats? Yeah, my theory is, and this is just my theory, like I said, they leave shit open to the interpretation of the viewer sometimes. The way that Grandpa said, hey, old friend. Yeah. And the way he wasn't surprised that his grandson became a Keystone. I'm wondering if sometime in his Closer generation that other people did become Keystones, and they made that sacrifice. And maybe that cat was somebody, or one of the cats was somebody the grandpa sacrificed, or one of his ancestors before him. So maybe they do know the keystones. Or yeah, they're just gods, but that's just, that was my interpretation that the grandpa wasn't surprised that Shota, and I call him Shota because 
if anybody else has seen the English dub, like not the English dub, the subtitles, they literally spelt his name S H O U T A, but then online it says Sota with no H. And I confirmed it with my wife as yeah. well. She said there's definitely an H in there. Because my anime list, they have him as Sota as S O U T A. Yeah, I know. That's what I've been seeing, but that's how they were saying it in the English dub. But I swear, I, I I read it enough times watching it, but I believe you. Could be wrong, but anyways. That was my interpretation of the cast, that maybe they were just other people that had to make the sacrifice. Because eventually, it wasn't just like that shit started with... I don't want to assume that event, like the doors were just open and they were just keystones that existed. Like yeah. Somebody was, had to become them. It was weird to me, because Daijin, the small cat, was younger than the black cat that showed up. And then like the black cat kind of nurtured the younger one so i didn't understand i just thought the black cat was a keystone longer and it was on the tokyo side. the tokyo side so it had to be stronger yeah whereas maybe. the black the little white cat was like on the other the east keystone the cats were one of the biggest sticking points for me to complain about and like you got they like i want to know they why were the black- so integral to the story but we got nothing about them yeah and why did Nothing. the black cat take over the ant? And why did they hiss shit, at each other? Talk shit to yeah, Susan why? Ray. Why did the what was the point of that? The black cat being near the ant somehow get her to say all this hateful shit, and the cats are hissing, and then they both transform into nice. You know, like there was so much that they gave us in the cats, but at the same time, we're just like, and eh, we're not going to tell you a single fucking thing about them. We're not going to tell you why the cat wanted to be loved, and then. Why it still chose to follow you around, even though you said you never wanted to fucking see it again after you almost threw it into the drowned it. <laughs> like, drowned its ass. I felt really bad for the cat because I hated it at first. I would have drowned it right then. <laughs> but I was, I didn't care for the cat. So I didn't like, care I'm, for it, it, it until it got sad. But... Yeah, I didn't care for much either until it got kind of sad. I, mean, and I like... honestly, I don't think it would have been a bad movie. I knew it wouldn't if Sota did end up. Just like that was the end, like he was the keystone. Like that's not a horrible sacrifice. I do enjoy it more that he got out, and I, I told my wife too during. I was like, he doesn't do Shinkai doesn't really do sad endings anymore. Right. I was like, he they'll get him back. That's what I was thinking. Like he was gonna be the pillar, but then they do like a time skip almost where she finally was able to see him like towards the end, like ten years later, and free him and something. But I didn't think it was gonna be like a whole another journey to find out the Tokyo Gate, unlock it, beat it, and basically destroy the worm forever but i I don't i like the pacing of his movies i like how they do that they have like the it climaxes then it comes down and then it kind of climb has a miniature you know peak of the story again before it ends i like the the black cat how it transformed into a a giant white cat yeah that came out of nowhere and then the the white cat turned into a medium-sized black black cat cat. yeah Yeah, i was like that was weird the cats were the cats were i have so many questions about the cats I get it that they're they could transform into beasts that could fight and contend with this catastrophe. Well, that is ba- the because they are the guardians of the they keep the worm in check. Yeah, basically, I get it, but at the same time, we don't know. Like they were clearly at one time they were people that became. Yeah, that's what I think. Keystones that they like gave themselves up just like Sota did, but they were able to go free roam around. <laughs> Well, I don't think they could until they were. I don't know. No, that black cat was. Well, yeah, he was free because it had to get because it couldn't hold it couldn't hold the worm by itself. Yeah, I think because the other. So then that's why it met with the white cat and was like, "We need to get this shit sealed back up." Yeah, sense. That's why that one was older. I feel like that one, the black cat, maybe sacrificed himself like hundreds of years ago, where you know the white cat 
Daijin was, you know, only, only been to Keystone for like 50, 60 years and was getting tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's just what I, that's not canonical. That's just where my mind went. Like, I don't know. I guess, like I said, I'm used to it with these kinds of movies and video games. What do you JRPG think? is like where you're just filling some gaps with your own line of thinking. What do you think Shinkai's deeper meaning was behind the abandoned places and locking up Shit, catastrophes from there? Because you know, know really. you know, he didn't do that for any. Yeah, for he no never reason. does. He, there's always something there, but I, I didn't really think about it. I just well, he kind of. I felt like he kind of explained it because. Uh, Sota kind of said, like, this is a place where people used to be happy, but then it's abandoned now, so, like, darkness has been poured there, but you gotta remember that all the happy times to lock it away. Yeah, and then even the person, like, yeah. talking about, like, how the amusement park used to be a place, and yeah, place I'm sure that's, that's a real thing going on in Japan, too, surely, like, where certain areas are abandoned or just not kept up with, but I don't know. It hasn't been out long enough. I've only been able to see it once. I'm obviously going to watch it again. Someday. Oh, yeah, I have to watch it again. Yeah. So it's hard to say, but I usually just, and it's not to say the stories aren't good, but I look at the story as a vehicle for the animation. Like, that's what I think makes a Shinkai movie, not just the story, but the story with the animation. Just, like, little things, like whenever the worm would pop and the water would rain that down. That was cool, like, yeah. I just like shit like that that he does. Yeah. All right, so very beginning of the movie, she's riding her bike down, sees this good-looking chap who we know is Sota, a.k.a. Shota. She slows down, basically to a fucking stop. She's a junior. She's, she's 17. He's in grad he's school. He's in grad school. She's 16. He's a teacher. 16, so he's at least like 23, 22. No, he's in grad school. Grad a school, teacher. That's over, that's over college. But they graduate a year. They only go for yeah. high school for three years, right? So yeah. he's, he's over 20, 21, so I'm thinking maybe 22, 23. He's older, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a big movie. Whatever the age difference is, it's obviously okay yep. in Japan. Yeah. I mean, after Garden of Words, anything's acceptable. <laughs> 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 it's a classic teacher-student scenario. But he is the one who initiates the conversation, says he's looking for an old ruins. Some ruins. Ruins. <laughs> and it makes you wonder if this is the first time he's closed. Like, do these gates move to different spots? I think he's like, had a good idea. Like, after he locks idea. that door, is it done forever? Like, the, it goes to a new door now? I mean, I Because he, he didn't know where to go. Yeah, I think... I don't know. He had maps and stuff, or he just looks at weather patterns. I don't know. But I don't think it was his first door, because he said he don't pay the bills. Yeah. He's been in his family for generations. I, was, I thought I'm it was funny... So imagine, Is that what he said in English too? Yeah, I'm a closer. Was it corny when he said it? You're like, I'm a yeah. closer. Yeah, yeah, I was. It was, it was His voice actor was good. I didn't like Suzume's May's voice. Yeah, sometimes her voice got kind of annoying. And she yeah. pronounced stuff weird. The Japanese is killer. God, the Across English the board, was... it was so freaking good. I didn't like the English voices either. I watched the trailer when I got home. And I was like, uh, Shota's is pretty similar. Yeah. And then I did look up the voice actors for the Japanese, just the two leads and... Uh, they didn't go with anime voice actors. A lot of their credits are, they're like actors. Real actors. A lot of their credits were just from like TV mm-hmm. shows and stuff. They were I didn't on. look up the dubs I wanted to, but I did. And then all, all the cast is great, but it's, you know, I just, I didn't know actually if I was seeing dub or sub whenever I went in and I totally leaned over to Darby. I was like, I think we got a uh, dub from the initial girl running oh, in the yeah. opening dream. I was like, it sounds like, it sounds like a white girl panting. <laughs> 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 and then it wasn't. <laughs> All right, so one thing about this movie, I was talking to my wife about this. It's weird for America for 
here in America, but like think about how in the movie she meets these complete strangers. They invite her in to stay with them, eat dinner with them, watch their freaking kids. Like, do you think that that's normal in Japan or this is just fiction and they just... It's probably just fiction. Maybe for some uh, with the girl, maybe not. Like people are just picking up people on the side of the road with kids in the back. Yeah, probably not. But I mean, they are a lot more uh, friendly and like helpful. Like, you you know, little kids start getting on the subway and getting groceries and they're Uh like four or five years old and they like... Put they a, wear yellow hats. Yeah, and stuff. They put yellow hat on them, so they may need extra helps. So, like that right there shows that like people are willing to be more helpful. You're safe out there. Like, there's not really they have gun laws and too, so you're not typically in danger. There's no, there's not as much stranger danger as there is uh-huh. here. And you do walk a lot of places, so I, I actually, not to say it is super common, but it definitely 100 percent happens more than it would here. More here, yeah. Like you pick up a hitchhiker in America, you eight out of ten, you're getting murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's getting stabbed, and it ain't the driver. Or and it ain't the passenger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Okay, so w- another thing that I can't I, believe that one girl was a hostess. Which they don't do yeah. anything, but it's just funny that I know. That's not what I thought she was gonna be with two kids. Right, and, I didn't see it's like being that. a mom. She's like, I look pretty good, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> she owns a karaoke bar and a hostess, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. I felt so terrible for Sota. Every time they were doing fun stuff, he just sits in the corner. I knew something was up whenever he would get slumped and just like fall over, and then he was having a hard time waking up. Yeah, I that's like, a weird. Way I thought to sleep. he was just turning more and more into a chair. Yeah, I, I was like, too. dude, Beauty and the Beast kind of thing. Be a chair by the end of this shit. I know this, this movie had so much going on with it. It's hard to even talk about and form an opinion because there's so much we don't know. Like, I, it, ha- it has to be rewatched. Yeah, that's, I guess that's my reason why I don't have a whole lot to say besides I really enjoyed it. Because while I was watching it, while I was in the theaters between the animation, the story, the music, and the action in the movie, like, I, I enjoyed it. It was one of my better movie theater experiences, you know, and recently. Yeah. I know. Like I Mario was pretty tight, honestly. I don't yeah. know if it, I had more fun in Susan May than I did in the Mario Bros. But like, I had fun. Like, yeah. I enjoyed my time in there. I've seen both two the last two weekends, and I took the girls to both. And Brittany went to Mario, and but girls, girls like, like both. They movies. like Susan May, didn't they? They like Susan May. Chandler was asking questions the whole time, so she was watching it. So that's good. Yeah, Jordan so kept said they were glued. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like it, just as a kid, even seeing like animation like that would be pretty. You know, you don't get that with Disney anymore. It's all CG. I know there's tons of CG in Susan May too, but it doesn't look the same to them. No. I don't know. This this movie just... I feel like it was a little too out there for me to really... But I need to rewatch it. Like, they, they go down into this other place, and it's like hellfire. I get that the Ever After is like not necessarily a good place or a bad place, just a place where time doesn't exist. That's where the worm was. That worm was there destroying shit. Everything was destroyed but the part where the keystone was. Because it was cold there. The worm's hot as fuck. That's why everything (laughs) else was on fire around it. So that area of the Ever After was, you know, in ruins because of the worm slamming its weight around. So is the reason why she got she wandered off into this door. So the door was opened somehow creating a hurricane that killed her mom. Yeah, I guess. And so. then she found this door and was able to go into the ever after. That's how she got lost. Pretty much. Okay. 
And then I, I don't know how she got through that first door, but apparently if you get in by mistake through that one door, you can get in the same one again later on. Was the, okay, the totem being, not the totem, the keystone was the chair. Yeah. Is that where the leg was lost when they pulled it out? I don't think so. Because it looked like it had all four, all four feet when they were pulling that thing out and the cat yeah, was I remember helping. it like frozen to like a diamond tip the same way the cat did. I know, but when the cat was pulling on one of the legs, it looked like all four legs were there where they were, it started I mean, helping. It could be, I don't know. I don't think she, uh... They didn't disclose, like, verbatim what happened to that other leg. Because it had three legs when they put it in, so I know time doesn't exist in there, but he was obviously the chair from her timeline. They yeah. never really got into the third leg, because even whenever, uh... Because she said, I don't remember it. where it is, and she gave it to her younger self. It already had three legs, so maybe... It did. I'd have to watch that part again. Did That's they talk the problem with having to review it after just one watch. Did they talk about why in her little notebook? I don't know why I'm, it's scary. it was scary to me, but all of the blacked out pages? I don't know. Why yeah, were those? Feel like some like, kid, like scary movie, like the kid and the weird kid in the scary movie who sees shit. Yeah, that stuff. shit was scary to me. There were some scary parts of this movie. Like, that part specifically was scary, like her just blacking out pages. Yeah, they didn't, didn't talk really about, about that. It. Uh, do you guys think that the ant in Sir, what was his name, Saratori? It's like Seri Serizawa. 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 You think that they're? Uh, I was trying to figure out what kind of car he was whipping. I could never figure it out. <laughs> it's used. Just used. I know, but I didn't know like what Sarazawa it was supposed to be. Serizawa or Okabe was the other dude with the beard. What uh? Heard. Whenever they were driving in the car, what music were they playing? Was it in English? No, no, it was Japanese. Yeah, I was wondering if what they would do. They were playing like ja- and Japanese. And he was singing along in Japanese. And he too. was he was using Spotify too. I was yeah, like, I, I, know, I know that layout. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you look up the Suzume soundtrack, there's only like a couple of the OSTs, but then it has it has all the songs from the road trip. Yeah, I was not expecting him to be like a main character. Yeah, when I we thought first he had that him. little side. But he, he was about he was a little bit more than the two that helped her before. Uh huh. I thought he I was going to hook up. I thought he was going to hook up with the aunt. I think that they were implying that they were going to be dating. He likes him old. He's well. He's like forty. The, I think the forty is so old, baby. Yeah, the aunt was digging Sarizawa, but the other dude with the beard was digging. Yeah, I think uh, I think that she's going to end up with the dude that she worked with at the no, station. No, she doesn't like him like that. Well, he does. He likes her. She doesn't know yet. She doesn't know what she wants yet. <laughs> she doesn't. <know> what she, <laughs> <wants>. <laughs> she don't. She's going with the tw- the twenty three year old with the convertible. No, she's That's what I was picking up on that, but they again they didn't they didn't even at the end say basically that Susan A and Soda are together. Yeah, they they're just together. Are like, it's good to see you again. They're together. I mean, we assume that Taki and Mitsuha are together. All they did was ask each other's names. Well, yeah, because in the in the that other movie in the future they are together. We don't know. We just see people that we think are them when one has a ring on. So no, they assume. meet Taki. I know Taki's grandma's. I know, but it doesn't say he's with her. And then we see her; she sells them something, and she has a ring on. So it's oh, yeah. just an assumption. Yeah, they don't ever you're say. Right, but right. Yeah. So we got more. They actually hugged before they got on the train. Like we got more physical contact. Yeah. Well, I guess they hugged in the other space too. But that's just his style of endings. That or this flood Tokyo to save a twelve-year-old girl. One or the other. <laughs> one or the other is his type of endings. But yeah, I am. I do really do want to watch this one again, just so I can see some of the places. Like there definitely is some, some stuff he left in from the other movie, breadcrumbs yeah. and just storyline stuff. And then look at some of the lore too, because yeah, there's always been Japanese lore in his other movies as well. 
you know, there's that cat that they based that big white one off. That's a real cat. It's like called, some, I think it's called like a Norwegian forest cat. They look like I think that. It's a Japanese what cat. That like, they have like huge whiskers. The whiskers, yeah. And the, t- the ears. Like, it's based off of a real cat. I mean, I've fought some in video games. Like, yeah, it's. <laughs> I fought some. Like, that looked like that style. <laughs> I fucked up that cat in a video game once. <laughs> in Neo. <laughs> Uh, what else in this movie stuck out to you guys? I mean, I mean, you get what you paid for. I think. Like, yeah. If you're going to see a Shinkai movie, did you, you guys get, think you fucking this, get one? Did you guys think that the soundtrack was underwhelming? Though there ain't there ain't no bangers or like memorable like. There's not as many like lyric. Uh, there's not as many lyric songs, but the soundtrack's really good. Yeah, it is. Rad Wimp's song at the end was good. I did enjoy that. I was like, Darby, That's Rad Wimp. Darby loved it. it. She, we listened to it on the way home, and she, this is her favorite one. She liked it better than your name, hmm. but I don't know. The your name soundtrack is just it's, it's so much better. Yeah, it's like, a banger. Like the Susan May song, I can is hear good, any, but it's too sad. I can hear any song from your name, and like I can picture the exact scene. Oh yeah, they did have more like ethereal music um, in Susan May. Yes, they, that's like, a great word. It reminded me of the Frozen Two, the the voice you kept hearing. You know the. <laughs> Yeah, they remind me of that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the vibes I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of shit. Oh, uh, yeah. There's if you look up the soundtrack, there's really only two. There's the they Susan re- A. They haven't and released the, the full thing yet. Oh, okay. And then, like I said, all the all the songs from the road trip. So all the stuff they bought licenses to have in the movie. And those are just regular. Japanese songs. Yeah, that was for, that was for the parents that went to take their kids. Like, yeah, this, these are bangers. It's like, hey, throw in some adult jokes into SpongeBob. Same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, another thing that was cool is she went to his apartment and had to put on his boots, tied them on super tight. <laughs> she wore his boots. Yeah, she wore those his are the boots. big boots she wore at the end. And she uh, cut up her feet because oh, she lost yeah, her yeah, shoes yeah. from the free fall. That part, that part with the cat where she almost threw it in the on the ground. I thought she was going to. I was like, "Holy sh! Don't do not throw that cat." I felt so bad for the cat after it was like, "You don't love me anymore." And it I mean, just why like, would she though? That cat was a little a hole. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I hated it up to that point, and then I, I felt get it. Really like bad. it just was like didn't. It was just doing what it wanted. If you think but. it was because yeah, like this is the thing that caused all this. You but I hated but it, part yeah. of me felt like it wasn't doing what it wanted. It felt to me like it had met her before, and like. Like, was the only time it met it at when it was at her window, and she was like, hey, look, a cat, and she gave it fish. I mean, yeah, and she... And at that... She freed it originally. Yeah. So it maybe followed her there, like, that's why it started to like her, but... Yeah, because Hillary was like, I bet you that's the mom, and she just told the mom she doesn't want to see her again. It's like, ooh. I mean, I was thinking that, too, but it it definitely wasn't, or they would have dropped more hints. Did they say how her mom died? Is it cancer? No, she just got killed by the natural tsunami. disaster. Oh yeah, the tsunami. Johnny tsunami, back <laughs> Johnny on board. Tsunami, <laughs> it's Johnny tsunami, man. <laughs> Johnny uh, Capahol is his real name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? What did his grandpa call him? Kunu. <laughs> I can't remember. Hey, Kunu. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Are you talking about the villain from Mortal Kombat? (laughs) I just remember him from. He was the main bad guy from Mortal Kombat. Yep. Mortal Kombat. He was Uh, a villain in a lot of old uh, 
martial arts movies for some, for some reason. He was in that movie, so was too. A, uh, Johnny Tsunami's dad from America. Was, yep. He was the bad guy in The Karate Cobra, Kid, too. Cobra, yep. He was the bad guy in Cobra Kai. In the in new Cobra season. Guy. Yeah, that's He came true. back. He brought him yeah. back. Right, he was. All right, Susan A. I don't think that there's anything else that stuck out to me. Yeah, it's 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 like we say it's know your name, but it's good. It's probably my second favorite. I feel like he's got one more movie we're not thinking of, but those are like the main ones. I mean, Garden of Words. I know we said that oh, we've only yeah. said the four or five five centimeters per second. I feel like there may be one more in there, but what's another one we've watched? Weathering with you. That's Garden it. Your of name. Words. Those are the ones I can think of. Those are the only ones we've done reviews on. Yeah, but I mean, it's a pretty good backlog. Like if he if he didn't make another movie. From now on, like he's still legend status. I think I'm. I'm just shocked he didn't lay in more Easter eggs and callbacks of he, characters. He did. I'm telling you, we just don't know. We haven't we seen him yet. Had time to see it. Like I didn't watch Weathering with. I think I watched Weathering with you before I watched your name. But when I went back and watched that, that's when I caught a bunch of the stuff. And when you watch like YouTube, I've watched like YouTube videos and those I mean, people, those people give you. He's got a bunch of movies out. Oh, he's done five centimeters. Sit- I think five centimeters per second that was, was his, his first, first that one. That was his directorial debut. Yeah, The Garden of Words, Your Name, Weathering With You, Children Who Chase Lost Voices. Gotta watch that shit. Voices of a Distant Star, Someone's Gay, Suzume, She and Her Cat, Crossroads, Egao, and Road. There's a couple a other. He's got it quite a bit. I don't know if they're name. all on the production level of this one, though. Yeah. Of, like, the, f- the ones that we've watched. Right. I think those ones are definitely, like, a cut above. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, this movie was good. Like, it was I would, good. Like, I would honestly go see it again. Like, I can't give it a weekend. I can't give it a rating because I still don't know how I feel. I'm still interpreting it. It's like I mean, after I'd you still finish, give it. I'd give it an eight, just like based off how I left the theater. And I can't. I wasn't like trying to get out of the theater while I was watching it. I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. Like it wasn't like groundbreaking. It didn't change my life. See, I I can't give it a rating because I want to like it so bad, and I still don't know how i feel about it you just it. can't think that everything like he'll probably there may never be anything as good as your name like you can't go in with those kind of expectations where well you i'm just saying gen like generally as a movie that i watched i know but i think you just learned you, something it just felt like there were so many things that were left unanswered like literally there was no big climax to this like the whole thing was predictable the whole thing he gets other than it was her all along, but like if that was the biggest twist of her going back and telling herself that it's going to be okay, it wasn't. It always has to be a big twist, though. There doesn't, but like, what else was the movie for other than just beautiful animation, which it yeah, was great it at? Just to- it had a story and it just told it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to shit on it. I just still don't know enough to say it was a seven out of ten or an eight out of ten. Because I want to like it so bad, I think I just need to watch it again. I'm just my rating's just based off like a fan of animated movies. That's how I feel about it. Like not my in depth like I'm a critic, yeah, type thing or a mo- like going in real deep on it. Like have to know everything. Like I just enjoyed the movie. How was your movie theater? Was it packed? Probably thirty three percent, a third. Ours was like two thirds. Yeah, I think the front row full. was the only row not packed. Man, it wasn't completely full, but ours was a smaller screening room, of course. But pretty respectable crowd, though. Yeah, Nobody said anything. Crowd. Nobody was yeah. loud. It was like, man, yeah. weebs are just the best. 
Everybody in there was just... Most everybody came with except the guy who looked like... No. <laughs> yeah. Our... This one dude who came uh, by himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, mostly everybody in mine was like couples <laughs> on a date night. And then one one group of friends that was probably like seven of them that all sat by each other, which is also cool. Yeah. You know, people are going out with their significant others or friends are just going to see it together too, so... Nobody really stuck out. It just looked like just a normal movie theater for ours. Yeah. Like just all kinds of ages, genders, couples. Only one person was by themselves. Everybody else was there in groups. Yeah. No so. kids in mine. Colton probably had the only kids in yours too. No, well, older kids. There's probably some teenage. I no some single digit kids there. though. There probably not many saw it. No, which is which is a crime because I think it could be good, you know, for that yeah. five to and they understood five it. to twelve range. Like Chandler's <laughs> five and she understood what was going on. I think it was another worm, another worm <laughs> when they were fighting the worms. Yeah, she just kept. How many are there? Just fucking worms. <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't have anything else if you guys yeah, don't. If you like, if you listen to this, some people don't care about spoilers. If you listen to this to decide if you wanted to go see it, I would just say, yes. If you're absolutely. a fan, if you're a fan yeah. of animation, you should obviously go see it. If you're if you're looking for like a groundbreaking storyline, probably not. As it's not watched, like it's a shit storyline, but yeah, it didn't no. change the game. As somebody who watched it in English, go watch the go watch the Japanese. Yeah, I'm the one who fought my way here with the Keyblade. <laughs> 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 you know which one that's from? No. <laughs> the first one, whenever Riku takes the uh, keyblade from oh. him, that's how he says it. For some, <laughs> I don't know what they were doing with the voice acting direction. Who was the voice actor for Sora? Wasn't it Haley Joel Osment? Yeah, he still Sora. is. Still is. <laughs> I don't know Sora. who the voice actor for Goofy is. <laughs> it's the it's the same guy who does Goofy. Yeah, I know, but I just I don't know who that is. I imitate Goofy all the time at home because Goldie loves a Goofy movie, and she's always like so dumbfounded that I can sound. She was. Like we Goofy. were babysitting Jordan's daughter the other night, and we watched the Goofy movie, and she'd be like, "He's mean. He's bad." Talk, <laughs> talking about Goofy, <laughs> he's mean. I'm like, "Goofy's mean." I was like, "What about Max?" She's like, "No, he's mean." Talking about Goofy. <laughs> That's funny. That's how it is, though. That's how the movie's set up. Like, uh-huh. when you're older, you see just a parent trying to connect with their son. When you're young, blood, you're like, parents. <laughs> parents an a-hole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, on that note, I'm Jordo. Brennan. Colton. We are the Evans Bros. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. And as always, peace out. <laughs>